lot to talk about today. We got a lot of mostly football. Probably today's big topic. We'll get to some baseball, free agency. We'll get to the uh, possible strike coming in. NBA, hockey, if you really feel like it. I don't know how many people like hockey around here. Well, around here probably, but um, I don't know a lot about hockey, I'm being honest. But you know what? I'll give it my best shot if you want to talk about it. But big story today is going to be a lot of football, baseball, like I said. So let's get into it. Um, really, really quick finals and scores here. We got Dolphins beat the Ravens in a big Thursday night game uh, last Thursday. Dolphins kind of all over the place. The Ravens are really not looking great lately. Rough game for Lamar. Rough game for the Ravens all around. And they're really trying to make a push in the in their division and not really what they would want to happen. That was a really rough game overall. Kind of upset they took away that touchdown actually from that O-lineman that caught that pass. I think he like a front flip in the end zone and he's not an eligible receiver obviously, but um, kind of a bummer they took that away. All right, what else we got? We got the Steelers and Lions. Oh, real quick, another final. Actually, that's probably going to go to overtime. Uh, Saints-Titans today, final 23-21 Titans in Tennessee. Um, didn't really catch much of that game because I was driving up, but some big games for no, no one really had that big of a game. Actually, 100 yards receiving for Marcus Johnson on the Titans, so if you have more fantasy, I got you some points. We got a delay in the Jets-Bills game, but, oh, never mind, that's back now. But about six minutes left to go. The Bills are dismantling the Jets. You kind of saw it coming. The Bills got embarrassed last week uh, against Jacksonville. The the Manning curse is definitely real because, uh, if any of you don't know, the Manning curse is, uh, so there's the Manning cast on ESPN2 of the Monday night games. And every guest that's come on the show on that Monday has lost their next game that they've played. The Bills have been rocking it this year, and they ended up playing Jacksonville uh, the next game after Josh Allen was on. Their quarterback was on the Manning cast, and they lost 9-6 to against Jacksonville. They put up six points against a team that was one win through week nine. So the, Man- the, Manning-, the Manning curse is definitely real, and the Bills are trying to flip the script, though. They're blowing open the Jets today. Rough day, I believe, for Mike White trying to make – Everyone continue to believe, but if you like, oh my gosh, this is terrible. Mike White, 24 for 43 today, 251 yards, zero touchdowns, and four interceptions. So, rough game for the Jets today. Um, really rough outing for Mike White and the Jets. Kind of disappointing. I was hoping he'd have a good game today, but uh, could this be a swift end to the Mike White era in the, for the Jets? I do not know. See how that goes. I don't know if they're gonna bring Zach Wilson back next week because I don't know if he's cleared yet. He's not. He wasn't cleared for this week, but I, uh, we'll see if they give Mike White another shot. Uh, four interceptions. Jesus, that's rough. Uh, we got Lions Steelers a 16-16 in Pittsburgh going to regulation. The Lions, the really scrappy 0-8 Lions, are taking on the 5-3 Steelers right now. Look at these stats a little bit. Oh my lord, Jared Goff has 54 yards in the air but the rams have like almost 200 yards and over 200 yards on the ground today so going really run run it. oh the rams oh my god so i mean the lions jared goff is not a ram anymore but the lions are going run heavy today and nothing really from the steelers today so yeah rough game for them 
We have a final from Washington today. The Bucks lost to the Washington football team. Oh, boy. Let's look at that real quick. Tom Brady, 23 for 34, 220 in the air, two touchdowns, two interceptions, though. Um, no really good receiving days for the Bucks. Um, let's see the Taylor Heineke. Man, that guy really plays the Bucks well. He, uh, 256 in the air, a touchdown, 26 for 32. So a big day for the Washington football team. Big win over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Wow, really surprising. Another final. We got 45-7. Patriots over Bra Patriots over the Browns in New England. A big game. I believe Mac Jones had a really good game. We'll give it a look. Yeah, three touchdowns. Big game for Mac Jones. Good for him. Uh, final today in Dallas, 43-3. 43-3 in Dallas against the Falcons. Big game for the Cowboys. Much needed. Um, Panthers, Cardinals just getting started. Vikings, Chargers getting started. And we have a couple more games lined up for today. So, yeah, I mean, big story of the day in football. I believe this could spell the end of the Mike White era for the Jets. Really, really rough game for him. I mean, I don't know how many people, even the most hopeful Jet fans, and I'm sure I will be getting some calls on that at some point, but I don't know how many Jet fans expected a win today, but I'm sure that it, it was expected they were going to play well, and that just did not happen. They did not show up. So, yeah, rough game for... Mike White and the Jets, that was pretty disappointing. That's probably the one of the more interesting storylines of the day. We'll see where that Lions-Steelers game go. The Steelers 5-3, and three, taking on the 0-8 Lions, and they're going to overtime. So not a great game there. What's the Sunday? Oh, good Sunday night game tonight. We got Chiefs-Raiders. We'll see if the Chiefs can try to salvage the season. I mean, they're, they've been kind of rough to watch. The Raiders are slipping a few few uh, bad news stories going on over there. I don't need to get into detail, but I'm sure you're all aware the Raiders have had a rough couple weeks. And a decent game tomorrow. We got the LA Rams going to San Francisco, actually. So that'll be a good Monday night game. We'll see if the Manning curse lives on. I really do believe in the Manning curse now. A couple weeks ago after the Bills lost, it's very real. It's The Manning cast has actually been really fun to, really fun to watch. And... But every guest that comes on, if they're an actual NFL player, they've uh, they've done really poor the next week, which is really funny to watch. So, um, yeah, big story there. Baseball, free agency, a lot of news going on there for various reasons. We have the CBA, which is known as the Collective Bargaining Agreement. In baseball, it's basically the agreement of all the free agency and the uh, MLB, all the player transactions. That's the agreement held by the owners in the players union and it is set to expire i believe december 2nd so not very good the two sides so there's the owners and the players union have never had a good history of getting along but in the last five years four or five years especially it has gotten very very ugly lots of arguing and lots of uh not much has been able to get passed and it's kind of a good look at what our actual government looks like right now very divided. Um, not very good. It looks like there's going to be an MLB uh, strike coming up. I don't think there's been a, a legitimate strike since 1994. I'm sure many of my older listeners would remember. Not that I was there, but I know a lot about when um, the players went on strike in, I believe, August. And, you know, that was it. They, they just stopped playing, and 
you know, they didn't just stop playing, they were striking, but, you know, it ended up going all the way from August to, I believe, March or April of the next year, and that was probably the worst the strike's ever been, and it almost killed the sport, but we'll see. I mean, I'm hoping that you don't get a repeat of that in this coming off season. It's not looking good. I think there's going to be a strike of some kind. There's reports all over. They're saying it could go from you know, December to February. They're saying it won't even be a strike. They're say, there's various reports of what people um, think are going to happen. But really what makes that interesting is the MLB free agency, uh, the market for the free, agents, for the free agents, it's, uh, it's going to force some teams to make some decisions. Do they go and sign a big guy? Carlos Correa, uh, Corey Seager, Max Scherzer, are they going to sign them now because they'll guarantee they have them? They don't have to worry about how much they have to pay later, depending on what is agreed upon in the CBA. It could be a completely different system for free agents come February, whenever an agreement is made. So, you know, teams can kind of just guarantee they get their guy now or they can take a chance and try to get him for cheap later. And that's really going to force some teams and even some players too. Players might get might not get as much money depending how the CBA goes down in the upcoming months. So, you know, there's going to be some decisions made. There's been some reports, some of the big players such as Corey Seager and, you know, like I said, Carlos Correa, probably the two biggest free agents among actually a pretty talented free agent class this year. Um, will probably, they're, they're saying at least a couple will probably sign within the next couple of weeks just so, uh, you know, they don't have to worry about it and they can kind of, get to business and not have to worry about the money. And now other guys are going to wait and they're going to hold out and make as much as they can. And, you know, when, you know, you put in as much time as you do to become a professional baseball player, it's hard to not try to get as much as you can. But at the same time, it becomes, you know, when is enough enough? And that is really, I guess, the burning question for a lot of guys. So we'll see how that all shakes out. My Yankees are probably going to try to send everyone or get no one. That's usually how it goes. So we'll see. Apparently the Yankees are willing to spend almost, I believe, the reports are saying they could go up to almost $290 million, which would be an extra $100 million compared to what they spent this past season and would be almost $30 million more than the highest-paying team this year, which is the Dodgers. They have the highest payroll this year. So, yeah, that's, it looks like the Yankees might go on spend or they'll, they might just act like they will and pretend like they got beat out on everyone. I mean, we'll see how it goes. I don't really believe in spending on every single player is the answer to a team's problem. I mean, the Yankees used to spend like crazy and they didn't win after a while, so, and they still haven't won in a while, so we'll see what happens. We'll see. I mean, you get a team like the Rays who I think pay like $50 million a year in players and a bunch of no-names and they win 100 games every year, so, you know, we'll see how it all shakes out. We got some NBA news and notes. The Warriors are probably the best team in the NBA right now. They don't even have Clay Thompson yet. I, I don't even know that it happens, but they are on fire the lakers have been struggling the knicks are starting to struggle my knicks are started out not too bad in the last few games they looked rough the nets are starting to come into form they had a pretty good game oh crap i forget how they played but they they went to ot james harden had his first actual really good quarter of basketball this year so big game for the nets for some of these big time teams and we'll see how it all shakes out all right we're gonna head to a quick break here the number is 610-519-7202. I will take any and all calls as soon as the break ends. Um, 610-519-7202. We got football, baseball, basketball. I can try with hockey. I'll give you my best shot. 
we will talk whatever you want here until 5.30 p.m. on November 14th on a nice chilly Sunday here at Villanova.
of words. All right. Let's get to some NFL. Actually, really quick before I get to that, I want to shout out once again Mr. Steve Summers retiring from WFAN. Um, WFAN, if you don't know, uh, is one of the biggest – it's actually the first 24-hour talk sports talk radio station in the country. It opened, I believe, in 1987, July 1st or 2nd. So Steve was actually there on the first day. He did one of the first shows. He's – Known as Cap, he was known as Captain Midnight. Uh, he did all the overnights. He did overnights for 34 years on WFAM. Really important figure for the station, and really helped to build what has is still one of probably the most successful sports talk station in the country. It obviously is out of New York. It's very big and uh, really important to New Yorkers and even local people. I'm not from New York, but I listen every day when I'm home in Brick. So. Yeah, Steve was actually the reason I got it, even found any interest in radio. I mean, I remember, I think I was in middle school. One day I was just flipping through. I was kind of bored, and I was going to bed soon one night. I was flipping through, and I just heard his voice, and it's a very distinct voice, and it's definitely well-suited for the overnights. And I know that was, I don't know, like five, six years ago, and now he retires. So I've been listening almost every night, and he actually just had his final show on Friday, his final overnight show. And, yeah, it was, it's uh, really an end of an era. Really just, um, you know, want to shout him out because he's the reason I'm doing this show right now. And if you're hearing my voice right now, he is the reason why I'm, you're hearing my voice right now. So, yeah, kind of sucks, but he's an older guy. He's had a long career, and I hope he – I wish him the best. I think he's going to travel a lot now from what I hear. So, you know, good for him. 34 years on radio is really impressive. All right, we'll get your calls, 610-519-7202 here at WXBU. Villanova Radio. Producer Kylie's in studio right now, so if you are calling and it is not working, please reach out to her because I can't really check my phone right now. i got more important things to do, like talk some football, talk some baseball. So I actually was asked to re-explain the Manning curse. I don't think it was very clear. Um, so... The Manning cast is the broadcast that ESPN does with Peyton and Eli Manning on Monday nights It's the Mon- during the Monday night game. It's really entertaining. It's really funny. They usually have a bunch of guests on. But every week they like to bring an active player on, and every week they've brought an active player on, the next game that that player has played, they've lost. They've lost. So, like I said, you take the Bills from, I believe it was last week. I can check right now. It was last week. Josh Allen had a terrible game. They put up six points against the what was it the two and six Jacksonville Jaguars who are horrendous. Uh, actually, Josh Allen uh, he had a pretty day. he didn't have a good game. He two interceptions, no touchdowns. Obviously, it's uh, only six points. So, um, you know, I fully believe in it after that game. And uh, yeah, it's almost like the Madden curse. Although the Madden curse was broken by I believe Tom Brady a few years ago. The Madden curse is similar. Um, I think every year that an athlete appeared on the Madden cover, whenever the game came out, they would usually have a terrible year. Because usually Madden would pick, you know, like the reigning MVP or just someone who had a really good year, and the next year they'd kind of fall off. I think Tom Brady won a Super Bowl the next year that he won, the uh, one of the years after he was on the Madden cover. Same thing with Rob Gronkowski. Like, you know, it's the Madden curse is dead. But the – and, oh, yeah, Patrick Mahomes, he was on it a couple years ago. He went, he went to the Super Bowl last year, so, you know, there's that. Um, so, yeah, uh, the, Man, the Manning curse is very real, and I believe in that wholeheartedly. So, yeah, NFL scores just 
games are still really just getting going. Panthers up 14. Oh, whoa. 14 nothing in Carolina right now. Oh, and like, okay. And uh, yeah, anyway, 14 nothing in, sorry, in Arizona right now. Uh, very odd to see that. The Cardinals have been very good this year. Have they lost yet this year? They're either like, they have one loss or they have none. I know that. They're having a really good year. Um, yeah, no, Carolina's kind of falling off. They started out hot this year, and now they are uh, are beating the Cardinals right now. So, big day for them. We got, uh, yeah, we got some news and notes. I believe there's, what else we got today? Um, the Lions and the Steelers are still in overtime right now. 16 to 16. Okay, then. We'll see if they end up coming away with got to be the first tie in the NFL this year. I don't think there's been another tie. Um, yeah. Oh, oh, that's right, too. The big game out in Green Bay. I believe it's the first snow game of the year I saw on Instagram today. A lot, a lot of snow in Green Bay. So if you get the chance, tune into that game. Snow games are always so fun. Love, love watching snow games. Always fun throwing the football in the snow. Really can't beat that. Uh, oh, and NASCAR, too. We got uh, Kyle Larson is won the championship last Sunday the race was in uh, Phoenix and Kyle Larson who uh, rightfully was fired last year during the 2020 uh, season he was fired because during COVID he said a, like, a racial slur and he was fired from his racing team and in 2020 he didn't race at all I think he did local races and stuff and he got signed this year and dude I think he won like eight races and was the best driver from the beginning to end and ends up coming away with it. I think he has one sponsor, one or two sponsors. So it's it's an interesting underdog story. It's probably not a great one. They're not getting a movie about that. But um, if you've ever seen uh, Ricky Bobby, the Talladega Knights, he kind of like at the end of the <laughs> end of that movie, Will Ferrell's character is driving around with a car that just says me on it because he doesn't have any sponsors left. And he ends up. I think he ends up winning. I don't, I don't know. The ending was kind of funny. I think he runs to the finish line because his car crashes. And, but anyway, he it was almost like that. I mean, Kyle Larson had, I think, like one sponsor on his car. So it looked kind of funny. Um, not else much going on today. Really big football day. Kind of seeing everything plays out. We're in week 10. Really interesting. The NFL, you know, not really a new story, but a really interesting look at the NFL right now is the, uh, the how there's 17 – games i believe i uh, figure they added a week 18 yeah they did they had to for bye week so yeah the nfl is now playing a 17 week season i'm honestly not a big fan of it just on the basis of i believe that so every game the players are played over much of their contract is i believe that in the 17th game of the year i, I don't think anyone has a bye week that week they usually have them between weeks you know seven to uh usually between weeks like seven and eleven usually in the middle of the season that's when all the teams have their buys so every team should be playing on week 18 for the 17th game and i believe every player is, is i can't believe i to say only but they only get a, i think 500k for that game and you know that's probably good for some of the guys on rookie contracts and smaller contracts but i mean for some of those other guys that are on Bigger contracts, and I'm not even talking about the Patrick Mahomes, like, you know, he's got like a $500 million contract. I'm talking about guys even who are making, again, I can't believe I'm only saying only, but, you know, four to five to six million dollars a year. 
some of these lower, you know, again, lower level contracts in the NFL, and they're going to be making about $500,000. I believe that was definitely was considered early on. I don't know if that held up, but a really interesting uh, rule there. Um, not a really big fan of that, to be honest. I think, you know, if you guys sign the contract, it should be paid in full. But I don't I don't know. I, I can't be the rule. But I, I do remember that being thrown around when the week, the 17th game was added this year. So um, it's, it's cool. I do like it in the sense, though, because um, – it gives uh, other teams cool matchups. I think, like, this year, the Giants end up playing the Dolphins on Week 18. And I do have a good friend from home might be listening right now. I'll get to play his Dolphins, and I'm sure that'll be a blowout by the Giants. And I mean the Giants destroying the Dolphins. Um, but, no, in seri- all seriousness, though, it's cool because I believe the Giants, even though they played the Bucks this year, did they play the Bucks this year? Yeah, I think they played the Bucks this year. I think the NFC East was playing the NFC South this year. Oh yeah, because the Giants played the Saints, so they absolutely definitely played the Bucks. So, you know, it's it's cool because it's like it gives an extra like division you get to play. So the Giants end up playing the NFC South, and then obviously they play the NFC East, and then they get an extra game and a whole other division, which is a cool look. I, I like that actually, because usually you only get to see your division and one other, and that's it. So I do like that. But, like I said, I think the pay is kind of weird. Um, not a huge fan of it. Um, all right, the phone number is 610-519-7202. Love to get some phone calls going. I hope it's it's uh, up and running that or no one wants to call in, and that's okay, too. But, um, yeah, if you guys are having trouble with the phones, if you know who I am, Please shoot me a text, and I will work on that. But they should be up and running. Like I said, the phone number is 610-519-7202. Nothing else really going on right now. No really changes in scores. All those other games are finals. This is an actually interesting look. So Bills won. They they put up 45 today, and the Cowboys put up 43. I wonder how many times in NFL history that multiple teams put up 40 points in a week. Um, Oh. Actually, look at this. The, the Patriots, they put up 45 too. So that's three teams today put up 40. So you have the Bills and the Patriots put up 45, and the Cowboys put up 43. So I want to know how many times in the history of the NFL that three or more teams have put up 40, 40 plus. We'll, you know, say 40 plus, I'll be the cutoff points. Uh, really interesting today. That's kind of gone. Really, no, not too many close games. I mean, there's a, there's a game in overtime right now. Um, and there was the Saints-Titans game was within two. But, yeah, a lot of blowouts today. Very interesting. So um, I'll look that up at the break. Unless you know the answer, you know, I'd love to call in and talk about it. Um, yeah, so we got a good Sunday so far. Just like I said, we got some MLB we can talk about, basketball, and the like. So we're going to know a really quick break here. Um, check out WXVU's anchor feed to listen to shows and interviews on demand. Log onto our website, wxvu.villanova.edu for details. That is wxvu.villanova.edu for details. This pop, oh, we'll take a really quick call before the break. This episode and last week's episode actually should be on anchor. You can also download the app. Um, so yeah, we'll take a really quick call. One second, bear with me, folks. All right, you're on air. Mellis takes. All right. Hey, Nick, what's up? It's Zach. Hey, Zach. How you doing? Pretty good. How about you? I'm doing pretty good. 
All right. What do you think about the Raiders-Chiefs game for tonight? Raiders-Chiefs tonight. Um, listen, Zach, your Raiders have not been doing so hot lately, and I'm sure you know that better than anyone. Yeah, no, we lost to the Giants. Yeah, no, my, <laughs> I can't believe the Giants actually pulled that game out. But, yeah, um, I don't know, though. I mean, the Chiefs haven't looked too good either. I know that you also have some big bragging rights on the line for this game. I know you're good, you know, good friends with Vinny back at home. So, um I'm I'm going to probably say you guys win, though, at home because the Chiefs have not looked good. I hope so. I think this defines the season right here, man. You don't win tonight, the rest of the season's over. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely a big game. I mean, you guys aren't winning your division, though, right? You, uh, who's winning the division? Uh, we're winning the division. we got to go all out now. You're all, you are winning the, you're winning the division at 5-3. and three. Oh, wow, okay. Well, yeah, no, today's definitely a big game for you guys. I would probably pick you guys. I'd say it's going to be a close game because it's going to be Sunday night. I'm thinking... And you can correct me if I'm wrong. I would say you guys probably win like 28-25. Well, that would be a good score. Yeah, close game. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I can see something like that. Well, thank you for calling in, Zach. It's good to talk to you. I haven't talked to you in a little bit, so have a. I hope you hope they pull it out tonight. All right, I'll catch you later, Nick. All right, bye bye. Great call from Zach back home from Brick. One of the most loyal Raiders fans that I know, that's for sure. Very big Raiders fan. Uh, Not a fan of Derek Carr, and he hasn't been, but I'm sure he's hoping for a big game from Derek Carr tonight. All right, we're going to now hit a really quick break, like I said. And as I just said a few minutes ago, um, the show will be on the Anchor feed. So it's not up yet. Um, but you can listen to us as a podcast, and yeah, so, all right, we'll play a really quick break, and we'll get back to it in a few.
Flutist Kim Scott on 89.1 WXVU, Villanova Radio.
And we are back. We have my good friend from Brick, New Jersey, Zach, on the line. Zach, what are your thoughts for today? Um, I was just watching a couple of sports games. Uh, I was watching football before. Um, the Jets uh, were losing. That was no big surprise there. But um, it just reminded me about how much the, the uh, Dolphins really do suck. They really do. I mean, genuinely as a team, they're never going to recover, I don't think, personally. I, I have to agree. I mean, they just they look terrible. I think our Giants are probably going to beat them. This They are playing them later this year. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, absolutely. You know, Zach, I believe we have a good friend from from home who – we have a mutual friend, of course. I believe he's a Dolphins fan. Oh, yeah, he is. Uh, to quote the man uh, for his wrong opinion, he once said uh, – this is a rebuilding year. I think he said that like five times in a row for five years. Oh, he did. And he said none of them were correct. No, no. And he said they were supposed to be better. I remember being told that uh, their quarterback, Tua, I know you know that name very well by now. I heard a lot of Tua. Yeah. I heard he was supposed to be really good. I mean, has, I don't even think he's done a touchdown this year. So. No, I really don't. I mean, personally, I, if anything, it's not really a rebuilding year. They just keep destroying themselves. Yeah. No, they just they don't look good. They don't. Um, no, they really don't. I, I think our Giants got a good chance on. Uh, they're playing in the Week 18 this year, and I think they got a good chance of beating them by like 40. Yeah. I think the Giants are going to go far this week. This uh, this um, year, actually. I, I think was looking at the Saints and the Patriots, or not Patriots, and the um, the Chiefs, and they they don't look as promising as they did in former years either. Yeah, Mahomes no. has always been a great quarterback, but I don't think he's enough to carry him. No, I I have to agree. I mean, we had our uh, my uh, Zach Betch actually called in earlier. Our good friend Zach. Oh, Zach Betch did call. He in. did call in, he's and very, he he is I think smart in those matters. Right. Well, he he knows he's he's a he's a very big Raiders fan, and you know I think he knows he does know his stuff, but I think he's definitely hoping for a bad game out of Patrick Mahomes today. I think. Because they're playing the Raiders today. Yeah, well, in, in that sense, it's one of the only times they can agree with him that uh, I'd be rooting against the Chiefs this time, too. But the Raiders are a much better team. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, we did beat them last week, so, you know, the Giants did. Yeah, so. I mean, the, the Giants are obviously going to win the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> Personally, wholeheartedly, I do. Zach, I hate to break it to you. I don't even think the Giants are going to make the playoffs this year, but... You know, there's always hope. I mean, you can always hope. You can always pray to God. There's there there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, faith you can put in Christ for that matter of uh, just hoping that they they do make it there. Well, Zach, you and know I think, what? I think that's the only way they could. You know, Zach, maybe Jesus is a giant fan. You never know. You know, I have that. I have that engraved in my uh, in, gar- in my car, and it's a tattoo on my back. <laughs> All right, Zach. I appreciate you calling in today. It was a great call, and I will talk to you later. It's awesome, Nick. Yep, thank you. You have a good one, Nick. You too. The always wonderful Zach calling in from my hometown of Brick. Great call from him. Uh, very optimistic Giant fan. Very, very optimistic. I can't say I'm as optimistic as he is, but... Like I said, a very big Giant fan. Um, I would like to point out, speaking of 40-point games earlier, that uh, I guess they happen I mean, now in the NFL because of high, all these high-scoring offenses. They happen quite often. Um, the weekend of the 10th, there were four games that 
in which one of the teams scored 40 points. And actually, in these four games, uh, so obviously it'd be eight teams in the four games, there was a total of, it was, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six of the eight teams in these four games, in these four games, uh, scored 40 points. So, yeah, I, they happen a lot more often than I, than I guess I would, uh, expect. So, uh, I would like to quickly touch on, speaking of Villanova being on campus right now, Villanova did play the UCL, Bru- UCLA Bruins, um, back on Friday. They actually went to overtime. They played a really good game. They were out in UCLA. Um, the Bruins ended up winning 86-77 in OT. But big game for a few guys. We had Jermaine Samuels put up 20. Colin Gillespie put up 18. And Justin Moore put up 14. Those are both scoring leaders for Villanova. And actually a big game for Johnny Juzang. He's a guard for the Bruins. He put up 25. And Jamie Jacquez, jeez, I'm botching this guy's name, but uh, another guard for the Bruins put up 21. So, yeah, big game for the Wildcats. They're 1-2 right now, but they are still ranked the fourth-best team in the country. They had a long way to go before the NCAA tournament. I know I'm very excited to be out here and be around um, what is really one of the consistently one of the better basketball teams in the country um they are ranked fourth right now like i said so you know it'll be exciting to be a part of out here and get to witness some of that so yeah the phone number is 610-519-7202 feel free to call in we got one second folks we got we got Baseball, football, still going on. Love to hear what you got to say. Um, but, yeah, like I said, really interesting about the whole 40-point thing going on in the NFL. I was actually really surprised to see. It was literally just like a month ago that a bunch of teams put up 40 like that. I mean, I know every team can put up 40 now. Like, it's nothing. But it's interesting to see it happening at the same time. But I guess it should be expected. I mean, it's the nature of how football has gone. I mean, Anyone who watches football now, you kind of see it's, it's a different game than it was, you could even say, 10, 15, 20 years ago. You know, they call a lot more penalties. On the, any, the quarterback is almost untouched now, and the receivers, can, they, they can barely be touched. You know, a lot of protection for the quarterback and the receivers. And because of that, the game has really shifted to a more high-powered offenses that rely – heavier on throwing the football and not as much on running and you the era of the grounded pound teams and those really grounded pound running backs is almost gone at this point there a lot of guys get hurt off all the time I mean you all have guys put up really good years but I mean these running backs will get however many touchdowns a lot of them are really end up being receiving so now we'll take another call here one second folks you're on Tanella's takes Hello? Hello? Is this Nick? Yep. Nick? Yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I have to do this to you. You know who this is? I believe I do. I... How are you? How are you doing? Good. I have a question for you. What do you got? Football. What do you feel about Aaron Rodgers and how he handled his COVID situation or not telling people about his COVID situation? 
Well, I, I really think that, you know, the individual has a right to – they don't have to disclose anything, but when you're part of an NFL team like that, I think that when there's protocols in place – no one's forcing Aaron Rodgers to play in the NFL. It's a privilege, and the NFL, whether the protocols make sense or not, they are put in place for a reason, and if he doesn't follow them, he doesn't – that right should be taken from him. So should he be suspended? I don't think so. I don't think it's a big deal, but – um, yeah, I think he deserved the backlash he got because he lied about it. He told everyone he was – he said he was immune to it or whatever, but it, I don't know. I, I think he deserved to get in trouble. He probably could have got suspended a game or two. I don't know. I don't think it's that big of a deal, but I think he deserved that – all the flack that he got for it, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree because I think he also had that I'm Aaron Rodgers chip on his shoulders. Yeah, you know, yeah. So, uh, that probably played a part in it as well. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I just wanted to get your opinion on that. Yeah, well, thank you for calling in. Have a good one. Absolutely. You too. Thank you. And we are back. If if anyone at home didn't understand the beginning of that call, I believe that was happy birthday in the background because my birthday is tomorrow. So I appreciate it. Um, Great call there. Um, Yeah, I agree. I think – Aaron Rodgers should get flack and uh, should get crap for that. Um, yeah, so that was actually really funny. Uh, happy birthday is tomorrow. So, um, yeah, so really <laughs> just guess. So funny. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, so all right, we're going to go to a quick break. Uh, we'll keep taking your calls, and we'll keep rolling here on this wonderful Sunday afternoon. <laughs>
Becerra, host of Reviving Nova's Beats. You're listening to WXVU 89.1, The Roar. <coughs> Ask a future nurse your questions about the COVID-19 vaccines. Will a COVID-19 vaccine alter my DNA? No. All of the COVID-19 vaccines do not interact or change your DNA or genetic makeup in any way. There are two types of vaccines that have been authorized for use in the United States. Messenger RNA vaccines like Moderna and Pfizer and viral vector vaccines like Johnson & Johnson. Both of these vaccine types deliver instructions to the cells to start building protection against the virus. The material of the vaccine never interacts with your genetic makeup or DNA. All the vaccines work with our body's natural defense systems to develop immunity safely. A message brought to you by the senior nursing students in the health promotion course at the Villanova Fitzpatrick College of Nursing in 89.1 WXVU. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova. Online at wxvu.villanova.edu. On air at 89.1 on your FM dial or stream us anytime, anywhere on the Radio FX app. This is Father Peter and you're listening to V891 The Roar. Now, a Villanova Campus Minute. In an interview with WXVU, Villanova President Father Peter spoke of the excitement he has for events that will be taking place at the new Mullen Center for the Performing Arts this fall. Theater department, uh, who are now housed in the Mullen Center, so uh, they will have, I think there's four plays that they have uh, slated for this year. Very nice. Uh, the last one is uh, the big musical that they do every year, and that will be in the big theater. So that will be kind of the inauguration of a theatrical event in the big theater. The Topper Theater is called. It's the big proscenium space. But there are many other events planned for the building. Uh, lectures, uh, various conversations, concerts, uh, student groups performing, the student theater group is performing, the student musical theater group will be performing. So I think everybody, ought, and the various singing groups that we have, the Villanova singers, the voices, mm. uh, all of the acapella groups, I think they're all planning on having their performances in there. So it should be a very active building. That's awesome. And I'm looking forward to it being an active <laughs> building. <laughs> Listen to all of our Villanova Move-In Week interviews at WXVU's Anchor Feed. Log on to our website, wxvu.villanova.edu, for more information. Here's today's STEM tip. Don't throw out that old plastic bottle. Repurpose it by turning it into an awesome terrarium. Just fill it with sand, pebbles, soil, and your favorite plant. It'll grow sealed right in its own ecosystem. Learn more at She Can STEM. A message from the Ad Council. Now, here's your three-day weather forecast for the main line. We'll see clearing overnight, a low down to 35. A mix of sun and clouds for your Monday, a high of 48 degrees. And mostly sunny Tuesday, a high of 48. It's another extended set of smooth jams. It's the new V891 The Roar.
Mine One WXVU here at Villanova. Uh, man, it's so cool doing this. I'm so lucky to be out here every Sunday, just talking sports, and it's really um, love to talk to y'all who are listening. I love just sitting here and just talking sports. It's really fun. I just you know I'm very lucky. So um, yeah, the number is six one zero five one nine seven two zero two. We're here at Villanova. We're at Daughtry Hall. WXVU Studios and 5.04 here. We got about uh, 25 minutes left in the program. Uh, something I didn't touch on before, I actually almost missed. Oh, we got a call. Uh, we'll get that in a minute, but Odell signing with the Rams was the big story last week, but we'll take this call one second. Thank you. This is Nick Tanella. You're on Tanella's Takes. Greg from Brick. Oh, there he is. I was waiting. <laughs> what does Greg from Brick have for us today? Nothing. I just got uh, some updated scores of Packers and Seahawks scoreless at the end of uh, the first. Actually, quarter. wait, wait. I have a quick. Qu- wait, wait. I have a quick question. So, the, I, I can't really watch the game right now, obviously. But it, is it snowing still there? No, it's not. I remember I, you had said that, but there were uh, nothing's going on right now. It's just a regular. It's cold. You could tell. There's is there cold. snow on the field? No. Really? Oh, okay. All right, well, anyway, what were you saying? And then I was trying to get an updated score for Pittsburgh, and it just oh, it, shown over. It, it, no, it's over. It, it finished in a tie. Huh. Yeah, the Lions, they're still, the Lions are still winless, but it was their first non-loss of the year. So they just leave it as a tie? There, no one has to be a winner anymore, even in the NFL? Yeah, well, they've been doing that for, uh, for a few years. I don't know. I mean, I think they've been doing it for a while. They do it in the regular yeah. season because I guess – I think I talked about that last week where it's like I don't understand why in the NFL they have ties. The, these games mean too much. But, yeah, that was a tie. Yeah. Like where do you where do you get a understanding? You you have so many losses. You have so many wins. And, and you're, you have a tie. Yeah. So someone else, I guess – has to have a tie if they have the win, then they're over. I don't know the exact uh, the tiebreaker, you know, not to, um, right. you know what I mean, but uh, for like if they've obviously they can't finish with the same record with the team unless that team ties too. So yeah, I'm not a big fan of it, um, but yeah, no, sixteen sixteen was the final. And what else do we got? Uh, Panthers are ahead of the Cardinals, twenty to zero. Seven oh twenty. Oh, they just got a field goal because mine thinks it's seventeen. Yeah, I'd show one with nine forty left in the uh, second quarter. That's that's yeah. really surprising to me because the Panthers they're they've been kind of struggling. The Cardinals have, are eight and one this year. They've been very good. Yeah, so. the Cardinals have been very strong. Yeah, the gate and uh, that's a surprising score. Vikings Chargers uh, six to three. I gotta update uh, mine then because mine mine I think every score is wrong on my thing right now. Oh, you know which one I'm using? Oh, I got it. Uh, e- ES, uh, is it ESPN? No, USA Today. Oh, really? They're running uh, USA Today and updating the scores as it happens. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I just had to refresh my computer, if I'm being honest. But uh, now I got the updated one. So, um, oh, yeah. So um, switch, Switching to, to Yankee baseball. Okay. Uh, are, you, are you a fan of they, uh, they go after, uh, is it Correa? It would be for shortstop. Well, depends. He's one of the shortstops. He's the guy from the Astros. So, yes, yes, who, I. Who would be your, would be your pick? Uh, it's ones that are out there. It's so tough. It's got to be either Correa or Seager. Those are the two best guys. And the only reason I wouldn't pick 
I pick Seager over Correa. This is the only reason is simply that Seager's a lefty, and we don't have any lefties. So, you know, I love Carl. I hate Carlos Correa, but that's why I love if he was on this team because he's the villain. He's the bad guy every yeah, time, and I, I love it. Be tough to cheer. It would be tough to cheer for him right now. I don't know that I could. If he signed on the Yankees, I probably I would. I mean, I don't really need his jersey, but I would buy it. Figuratively, uh, I would buy his jersey. Absolutely, I'd buy it today. So no, I, I would I would pick I, because he's he's a like I know he cheated with the the sign stealing, but they they still won after that. They didn't win a World Series, but they went to the World they the COVID year they were one game away, and then they went to the World Series again last year. The dude wins. He's so good in the playoffs. He always plays well. I mean, Seager does too, but they actually they both are very good playoff uh, yeah. hitters. But Correa yeah, just they, won. They, they, What's up? They did come back strong, unlike the Yankees. They did come back strong. Well, the thing is, too, the, I mean, you can look at even from their just defense is, you know, I think uh, Seeker's not a bad shortstop. Carlos Correa just won what's known as the Platinum Glove. So, you know, obviously, I'm sure you've heard of the Gold Glove winners. Right. So that's each position. There's a Gold Glove winner, and each league they pick one guy from each position. The Platinum Glove is the best overall defender in each league, and he won it for the American League. Carlos yeah, Correa. They, without a doubt, they, are, they definitely need to, uh, to plug that hole. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't think I would be against signing him. Yeah. Can't say that I would be. They're talking about using, uh, I don't really know how much you get, um, Frazier, possibly um, Voigt. And not to not to any specific team, but putting them out there, and um, and Duhar. Yeah, so I keep seeing. Yeah, I mean maybe. I mean those are always the three that are thrown around every year. I don't think any team actually wants them anymore. I mean, and Duhar has been he has been healthy, and I don't know how long. Frazier gets a concussion or, or breaks his wrist or something every year. And Voigt is good, but he's kind of a one-dimensional player. So. I mean, we'll right. see. I would really like to trade Void as much as I like him, and I want to re-sign Rizzo or um, – I'd like Rizzo or if we can trade – so the A's have a first baseman named Matt Olson. He's yeah, that's a, what I'm looking yeah. at right now. He's in his final two years. He's got two years left. He's a lefty, good power, and he's a gold glove winner. So, And he's younger than uh, uh, Rizzo. You know, once again, I'd like to extend my uh, – my thanks to uh, the Cubs, but I'd rather keep Rizzo, and you know, just just for obvious reasons, Rizzo. And Pro- Producer uh, Kylie is uh, laughing at that right now. <laughs> She's not a fan so, of that. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know what it would cost them. It would cost more, but I like Anthony Rizzo. I think I like what he brings to the team. I'm sure the Cubs did when he was there, also. Yeah, a long time ago when he was a Cub. I barely remember that, honestly. <laughs> um, well, Greg from Brick, I appreciate you calling in. And I will talk to you later. Have a great Sunday. Bye-bye. And another great call from Greg from Brick there. Yeah. No, Yankees have options. I definitely would probably like – I want to get Olsen from the A's. I like Correa short. And I'd like to sign Justin Verlander, who's a pitcher. And he will be a free – he's a free agent now. So I'd re-sign him. Um, yeah, so anyway, uh, what I was going to touch on before was uh, Odell signing with the Rams. And, uh, you know, definitely an interesting move there. O- Odell's really uh, something, I guess you could 
Oh, we got another call. Well, we'll get to Odell in a minute. One second, folks. You're on the air. Ten dollars takes. Hello. 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 Is this? Uh, what's what's your name? Where you're from? Quinn from uh, Brick. Ah, oh, Quinn from Brick. I I figured if I uh, made fun of your dolphins enough, I'd hear from you. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. We're looking pretty good right now. Right I now. Are they playing right now, actually? The Dolphins, I gotta look. No, we played Thursday night. Oh, I forgot. I, I know I talked about that before, yeah. We crushed the Ra- um, Ravens. Yeah, well, we'll see. I mean, it looks like, what was it, Tua? He got hurt again, right? Um. Yeah, he hurt his finger, but, like, he was playing all right. Yeah, he's not that good. From what I saw. I don't know. I'm, a, I'm, mm. I'm not a big fan of his, personally. I'm a I'm a very big fan of Tua, even though we're probably going to trade him after the season. You know, you know Quinn from Brick. It's funny. So Quinn from Brick is a longtime uh, friend of mine, and you know Quinn. We go back a while, and I can remember as far back as I believe sophomore year of high school when Tua was at Alabama that you were rooting for him to get drafted by the Dolphins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now he's still I- mediocre. So I don't. I'm just kidding. I'm being a little biased there, but. uh no, not a big fan of his personally. I know you are. So, yeah. um, I mean, he hasn't he hasn't been the best. No. I feel like if he goes somewhere and gets help, he can definitely like do good things. Well, you know, obviously the year he was drafted, I'm sure you followed that a little closer than I did because you know you had what the sixth pick. Yeah. How close to you was Justin Herbert picked? Do you remember? Um, was it before know. or after? Because I don't remember to be honest. Oh, uh, it was asked. Oh, right, it was asked. So you could have gotten Herbert. He's he's not too bad, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, he's 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 done all right so far. <laughs> I'm just messing, Quinn. Um, yeah, no, we'll see. I mean, they had a good week last week. Uh, who do they who do they play next week? We play the Jets. We play the Jets. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I I think I could. I think I could win a game against the Jets if I was a quarterback. But, uh, no, I'm just – no, the Jets are terrible today. I'm sure you saw that. Um, yeah, that's probably an easy win for you guys next week. But I'm just saying, yeah. Quinn from Brick, uh, week 18, I think the Giants might put up 40 against you. I don't know. Um, rumors say that Brian Flores took over the defense, and since then it's just – we've just been lights out. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah, Brian Flores. Mm-hmm. might just throw five picks. Well, why was he not taking over the deep? Why did he wait till you guys lost all those games to take over the defense? Um, I I don't know. I mean, three and seven. That's kind of a rough, or I guess three and six at the time is a rough time to wait. But eh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All right, Quinn from Brick. I appreciate you taking the time today. All right, thanks. Good right. talking to you too. Good talking to you too. Bye bye. Great call there from Quinn from Brick. Always got to bust his chops about the Dolphins. And we got another call. One second. Love it. Oh, my headphones came out. Tanellis takes you on the air. What's up? Hey, Nick. Hey, Nick. I'm here to talk about my fantasy team. All right. What do you got for me? Um... Dylan from Point Pleasant. Dylan from Point Pleasant, yeah, I, I could, I know you are, but I know the audience needs to know. So we got Dylan from Point Pleasant. Love hearing your voice, Dylan. So who do you got on fantasy today, and how are they doing? Uh, Stefan Diggs put up thirty points for me. Thirty points today, oh boy. Against the Jets. All right. Which is amazing. I got Jalen Hurts is playing right now. 
Jalen, yeah, Jalen Hurts, you said? Okay, they're off to a good start. Water and Renfro playing today. Okay. I got a Darrell Henderson, Jalen Hurts, and Jalen Hurts. Okay. Uh, okay. You got, uh, so what do you guys, you have a couple guys tonight with the Chiefs Raiders uh, game? Yeah, we, we have, uh, yeah, Hunter Runfro and Darren Waller. Oh, you need a big game from the Raiders then, huh? Uh huh. All right, all right. Well, let's yeah, see. How, how's your team doing overall right now? What What's the score looking like? Um, We're winning right now against um, neighbor Sean. Neighbor Sean, okay. Yeah, Carl's getting smoked. Oh, Carl. How's his team looking this year? Not good. Not good. Carl, Carl's not a not great at drafting. Carl is a uh, Dylan from Point Pleasant, one of his neighbors. Oh, that's great. So, uh, Dylan from Point Pleasant, any thoughts on uh, Odell, former Giant, signing with the Rams? I was happy because I have been in fantasy. Oh, you have, you have Odell in fantasy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's, that's great. I was going to say, Robert Woods, I mean, you never want to see a guy get hurt, but, he, you know, I think Odell's got a good chance to put up points now. Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll see. He's got a really good chance to put up some points. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. And you know what's cool, too? He's going to be, I'm sure you saw, he's going to be number three now instead of 13. Like it was in Elfia. Yeah, that was his LSU number, yeah. So, all right, Dylan from Breck, I appreciate you calling in, buddy. I'll talk to you later. See ya. Bye-bye. And that was the always wonderful Dylan from Brick, my uh, fantasy insider today. Great call. Love it. Um, all right, we got about 10 minutes left. We um, go to a really, really, really quick break here. I'll take any of your calls. Last 10 minutes. I actually got 12, but about 10 minutes after the break. Uh, don't forget to follow our sports page on Instagram, home to all things Villanova sports, from radio shows to sideline coverage, news, and more. Search WXVU Sports. I will be back in about two minutes, and we will get this last 10 minutes underway. <laughs>
we are back. We're in the home stretch here. About nine minutes left in the program. Um, nothing really else going on in the NFL right now. Oh, Vikings are up 13-3 against the Chargers. Um, Eagles are tied at 10 in Denver. Um, yeah, just kind of another week in the NFL. Nothing too crazy from what I've seen. We got. Uh, I'm really looking forward to the, the game tonight. Uh, Chiefs Raiders. I want to see the last Chief Raider game, Sunday night type game, primetime game in uh in Vegas. They did one last year in the COVID year. It was really really good. So from what I remember, uh, very good game. So yeah, uh, we'll see what we got tonight. Monday night's looking good. Rams Niners. Rams are getting every top free agent known to man. Like I, we were just talking about with Dylan from Point Pleasant. They just picked up Odell. Hopefully they'll put up some fantasy points for Dylan and the Rams, too. The Rams the Rams are going to need a boost after Robert Woods went down. They got a, they got a really dangerous team. I mean, obviously, they're 7-2. They got a great quarterback in Matthew Stafford. Veteran. Not that he's really played the playoffs much before since he's been with the Lions, but, you know, he's a quarterback who's at least seen a lot. Um, and I think he's got a good chance to really give him a good run this year. Um, I'm really happy for Matthew Stafford that he's on a he's got a good shot to win this year. He's a guy that's always been really good with the the Lions, but never really uh, just never really had a good team around him. So happy for him here. We got uh, just a few more minutes left today. I want to thank you all if you called in, if you plan on calling in the next eight minutes, if you're sitting at home listening. It's really, I, I really can't thank you enough. The phone number is 610-519-7202. So, yeah, we got uh, last week at Tanella's Takes for a couple weeks. We got uh, nothing next week, Thanksgiving, week after that. So we will be back in a couple of weeks. I cannot wait. I love doing this. I really can't tell you all how grateful I am to be a, uh, doing this show every Sunday and I'm, I'm really grateful if you're sitting and listening you're calling if you text me if you know me and you text me after the show and you said I did that good or you said I did like crap and I need to do better I just you know I, I love hearing that if people are listening and it just it really means a lot to me so um, really not much else to, to go on on here we got a few more minutes and like I said, any last-minute calls, I will take them. And if not, we will wrap it up. Oh, perfect last-minute call. We got one second. All right, you're on Tanellis Takes. What's your name? Where are you from? My name is Dawn, and I'm from Brick. Oh, Dawn from Brick. How are you doing today? I am doing fabulous. I am just calling in the last few minutes to uh, wish Nick of Tanellis Take a very happy birthday tomorrow. Oh, well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. I know that uh, you're a very busy man, and uh, I want you to take some time to enjoy your birthday. Yeah, birthday on a Monday is kind of a crappy day to have it, but you know what? I'll make the best out of it. Yeah, listen, hey, you know, a lot of sports going on, a lot of good things. Why don't you go uh, go watch Monday Night Football and celebrate a little? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's a good game to watch. I'll probably just be doing something like that. I don't really know, but uh, we'll see if we'll make the best of it on a on a Monday, I got with school and baseball and such, but yeah, yeah, it's coming up tomorrow. This is also Shelby from Brick. Oh, Shelby from Brick. I just wanted to say happy birthday, Nick Loud. Thank you very much. <laughs> Actually, I hope you have a good one. You deserve it. Thanks, Shelby. 
we love the show. We listen every single week, and we hope you enjoy the days off. I appreciate it. I am looking forward to some days off coming up, and I'm sure me and producer Kylie will be seeing a lot of you guys as well. (laughs) (laughs) Take care, guys. Enjoy. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. And I think that's where we're going to wrap it up today. Producer Kylie, any final thoughts? That's a that's a nod and a no. I'm good and great work though today. Appreciate it, getting some people to call and uh, helping some people out with the technical difficulties. All right, well that's gonna wrap it up for today. Um, like I said, I won't be on next weekend. I probably won't be on Thanksgiving weekend, but we'll see. Um, let's just see how it goes. So anyway, appreciate you all for calling. Appreciate all of you for listening and. Oh, yes, I forgot, Producer Kylie. Thank you for reminding me. Uh, I made an Instagram account for the show. It's called Tanella's underscore take, takes. It's a pretty simple um, Tanella's underscore takes. Um, and what's great is these shows are all going to be recorded. I'm currently recording this right now. And I'm going to upload clips from the show, some of the parts of the show that I liked, and maybe some I didn't. And we'll put them on Instagram. And, you know, you can follow it, share it. Do whatever your heart desires, but it'll be up there. And I'm looking forward to posting some clips soon, as soon as I get some of these episodes uploaded. So, yep, I want to, like I said, appreciate all of you for listening, calling in. Producer Kylie, wonderful job again today. I'm very thankful for all the help. And I hope you all, if I don't speak to all of you until after Thanksgiving, I hope you all have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Eat some food, spend some time with family, and watch some football. So, uh have a voice for radio. Need to get your hands on audio and video gear. Does journalism or writing interest you? How about photography and capturing memories? Villanova's media organizations are open to all majors and include WXVU 89.1, VTV, TechRu, The Villanovan, and The Bel Air Yearbook. Come hang out with awesome group of creative students and find your home in Villanova's media programs. Stop by Daughtry 102, and actually that's one floor below me right now. So stop by Daughtry 102 to learn more. Brought to you by the Office of Student Involvement and Student Media Programs. Stay classy, Villanova. It's your smooth jazz weekend. Thanks for listening to the new V891, The Roar.